Good morning. It is Friday. It is May 8th. This is Morning in the Mountain Sports Edition, and I'm Rich Haley. Glad you could make it. Glad you're here. It's been an interesting week as things have begin to, begun to open up here in the Smokies. So we're going to be talking about the Great Smoky Mountains National Park over the next half hour or so. As it opens up tomorrow morning, there's going to be several trails open. There's going to be some of the roads open, some of them closed. We've got all that information for you. We've got some safety tips on how to use the Smokies and go out on those trails safely without putting yourself or others at risk. And we'll also talk a little bit about Pigeon Forge because we got some great news from the governor yesterday and he's allowing us to open up some of our attractions. So there's more to do, more to see, there's restaurants. So we're getting back to normal. And you might've noticed, I got a haircut. It was very nice to be able to get back into the barber shop, get my hair cut, get my beard trimmed, and get looking a little bit more normal than uh, the shaggy, hairy beast that I had become. So uh, tip of the hat to the Bruce Street Babes at Razor and Strop. Thank you very much for cleaning me up. So what we're going to be doing today is going through the announcement of the opening of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, and we'll look at the different trails that are open, the different roads that are open, and more importantly, the ones that aren't open yet, because what we don't want to have happen is for you to come and drive up here and not be able to go to the trails that you were planning on. So we're going to go through a bunch of the different resources that we've got available for you and show you where you can go before you make the trip so that you can uh, have a great time while you're up here. So the first thing we're going to do is bring up this map. And uh, we'll get a full screen of that here for you in just a second. But this map comes from the National Park Service. And here in a few minutes, I'll take you to the web page where that map is so you can uh, look at it yourself. This is going to be a changing map. It's a live document, and they will update it each time they uh, open more of the park area and the park services. So we will uh, take a look at this and uh, go through some details. What I want to point out is if it is in red, then that road is closed to vehicle traffic. If it's in green, that means the road is completely open. You can travel it with cars however you want to. If it's in yellow, then that road is closed to vehicle traffic, but it's open for pedestrian traffic. And what that means is if there's a trailhead coming off of that road, you'll have to hike in to get to the trailhead before you actually start your hike. So let's go through some of the details here. And uh, I've got another, there we go. And again, we're gonna go through the websites and show you where I got all those. That's a little small to read. We'll put the full size up as well. So the roads that are open are Newfound Gap Road. Uh, there are restrooms opened at the Sugarlands Visitor Center, although the Sugarlands Visitor Center is closed. Uh, the picnic area at Chimney Tops is open but the Laurel Falls Trail, which is one of the most popular trails in the Smokies, is closed. So you won't be able to hike Laurel Falls yet. But there are several trails coming off of uh, Newfound Gap Road heading up towards uh, North Carolina. The Gatlinburg Bypass is open. The uh, Newfound Gap restrooms are going to be open up there. The uh, picnic area at Metcalf Bottoms, that's going to be open, but the pavilion there is closed. But you can still get out there and have a picnic Remember, maintain small groups no more than 10 people. 
the Alum Cave Trail, which is one of the trails that take you up to LeConte Lodge, remains closed for right now. Little River Road is open. Um, the uh, visitor center at uh, Conalufti has restrooms. Those are going to be open. The visitor center itself is closed. Uh, the Cades Cove picnics areas are open, but the Chimney Tops Trail is closed. As we keep talking through this, what you're going to see is the really high volume popular trails are the ones that are going to be closed right now. They're still trying to maintain some uh, social distancing for everybody. Uh, Where's Cove Road? The restrooms near Cable Mill in Cades Cove are going to be open. The picnic area at Deep Creek is going to be open, but again, the pavilion is closed. Clingman's Dome Tower is closed. Uh, and the road up to Clingman's Dome is closed to vehicle traffic, but you can walk up if you want to. Uh, Laurel Creek Road is open. The Abrams Falls uh, Trailhead restrooms are open. Uh, picnic area, Collins Creek, that pavilion is closed, but the rest of the picnic areas are open. Then uh, pretty much the rest of the trails and the backcountry areas are um, open for use. Now I want to go back to the map here for just a second. And as we're looking at the map, uh, you can see things like the Tremont Road and the Upper Tremont Road are closed. And what that's for, to vehicle traffic. So all of the trails that come off of the Tremont Trailhead are going to be open, but you're going to have a little bit longer hike just to get to them. And that's something that you're going to have to take into account when uh, you're coming up here to hike. The Roaring Fork Motor Nature Trail is a great uh, little uh, driving trail that comes right out of Gatlinburg. It's uh, a nice drive. It is shut down to cars, so now it's a nice walk. And there are many trailheads coming off of there that are accessible if you're willing to hike in to get to them. And like I mentioned already, the Clingman's Dome Access Road is closed to vehicle traffic, but you can hike up there if you'd like. So that gives you an idea of some of the trails trailheads that you can get to and some of the trails that are open right now. Now, one of the things that will really help you out when you're getting ready to go on a hike, there's some websites you can look at and we're going to go and look at those in just a couple of seconds. But I highly recommend that you get yourself a guidebook. It doesn't have to be this specific one. There's a lot of them out there on the market, a lot of good ones that have good information. And the reason I recommend this is it divides the hikes up into easy hikes, moderate hikes, and challenging hikes. And then it tells you where the trailhead is. So you can take the information from the book, then go look at the map that's on the website and see if that trail is easily accessible right now. Again, if the road is open for uh, pedestrian traffic, you can walk up there if you want to. Uh, just realize it's going to add a lot of time to your hike and a lot of effort. So what might be an easy hike in the book may turn out to be a little bit more difficult if you have to hike three miles on a road to get in to your starting point. So the other thing that I recommend getting, uh, especially if you're going to spend a lot of time in the Smokies, is a good trails map that uh, will show you the contour of the land, where the trails go, how long they are, the elevation change, all that good information that you have. And that will give you the information you need to know whether or not that is a hike that is suitable for your interests and your abilities at this point. So what we're going to do now is pull up some of these websites that I was telling you about. 
and uh, take a look at those and they're coming up on the video wall and we'll put those up full screen as well. So the first thing, the first website that we're looking at, hello, all right, is uh, the basic welcome page at the National Park Service for the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. And you can see the URL, or actually you can't, but that's all right because we've got that running for you and we will put links to all of these websites and a few more in the comments once we get done. So on this opening page, we get a couple of different in, uh, information. Tell us that we're going to be reopening and uh, we'll look at that piece in just a minute. And then there's a great video on here. It's about a minute and a half, two minutes, and it's all about how to stay safe while you're hiking in the Smokies during this COVID-19 pandemic. Gives you some straightforward tips and we'll talk our way through those but when you want to see the video, you can go online and watch it at any time. So coming back to this announcement here, the phased reopening, we click on this and it tells us, yes, we're reopening. So now we have to click on the link again to get to it. And here's the park access. It says the following park roads and facilities will open on Saturday, May 9th at approximately 8 a.m. While most trails will be open, hikers should plan ahead to choose routes with accessible trailheads for parking. And it doesn't give you a list, but they give you the final link, which is right here. And that takes us to the actual information we need. So here's the map that I was just showing you. And on this map, we can go through and it'll tell us what the road name is. Like right here, it's telling me that the Parson Branch Road is closed. Now again, that's closed to vehicle traffic. You can hike on it if you want to. There is the Tremont Road. Tremont One parking lot, parking area is closed, so you'd have to park down here, hike in, uh, and then you could get there to the trails that are at Tremont or go on Upper Tremont Road and go further in if you want, wanted to. This is Clingman's Dome, Clingman's Dome Access Road. Again, it is closed to vehicle traffic, but you can hike on it if you would like. So here is the table that we just showed you a few seconds ago. And again, this is live. They will update this frequently as they open more of the park. And I'll go ahead and mention right now, you notice that Newfound Gap has an asterisk and it's in a different color. And the reason for that is something we're gonna talk about more after the break, but weather conditions in the Smokies can be significantly different from what they are in the valley. So, for example, as I drove into the studio today, I saw that there is a new coating of snow up on the top of Mount Lacan, which means there could be snow and ice on Newfound Gap Road. So that is highlighted here to show us that, yeah, Newfound Gap Road may be closed due to weather uh, tomorrow morning. So you want to check and make sure before you decide you're going to drive up that way. And uh, that's always a good idea. And like I said, once we get back from break, we'll talk about that in more detail. So here's what I was talking about a second ago. The following roads remain closed for motorists, but open for pedestrians and cyclists. And that's the Clingman's Dome Road, Elkmont, Roaring Fork uh, Motor Nature Trail, Tremont Road, and so on. So the bottom line is you are able to get to almost all the trailheads. It's just gonna take some more effort. Um, the good news, Laurel Falls Trail is open. 
The Cades Cove Loop Road and the Laurel Falls Access Road are both open. So if you want to go hike Laurel Falls in Cades Cove, you certainly can. Uh, but like I said, the, uh, I'm sorry, Abrams Falls. Laurel's Falls is closed. Um, but Abrams Falls is open and ready to roll for you. Uh, concessions getting ready to open. On the 9th, which is Saturday, the Riding Stables at Sugarlands and the Smoky Mountains Riding Stable may not open right away. In a couple of weeks, Cades Cove Riding Stables will open and the Camp Store and LeConte Lodge is expected to reopen on the 18th. So we're getting things back and that's great and uh, couldn't be happier about that. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break and then when we come back, we're going to go over some of the safety precautions for uh, running the trails during the COVID-19 pandemic. And then we'll go through some generalized uh, safety for uh, hiking in general. So hang out through the break and we'll be right back. We are back and uh, hope you enjoyed that quick break. I know I did. I am pulling up our video on here because our uh, commenting laptop is frozen up right now. So I've got this one up here just to see if I'm getting any comments. So if you want have a question, you want to ask something, let me know. All right, so we're moving forward now. We've talked a little bit about what's open and what's not and how to get where you're going. So now what we want to talk about is how to stay safe while you're in the Smokies. So we've got uh, the hashtag that's being used by the Great Smoky Mountains, Mountains National Park, which is hashtag SmokiesSafe. And if you go to that on Twitter, you will find a lot of different uh, pieces of information on how to stay safe while you're in the Smokies as far as COVID-19 goes. And as we go through these, what you're going to see is it's very similar to uh, just in general. Uh, starting off with, if you are sick, stay home. Delay your trip. You don't want to come out here and go hiking when you're sick. A, you're not going to enjoy it. B, you're liable to get other people sick. So if you're sick, if you're feeling poorly, stay home. Delay your trip. Come back later. Start early. The earlier you get on the road, the earlier you get in the park, you're going to beat the crowds and that's going to let you enjoy your hike a whole lot more because instead of being surrounded by other hikers, you're going to have the trail to yourself. And that's always a wonderful thing in the Smokies. You also want to avoid crowds. And the easiest way to do that is like I was mentioning earlier, if you've got one of these trail guides, the easiest thing to do is pick one of the trails that aren't as uh, popular, that aren't followed as much. There's almost uh, there's 900 miles of trails in the Smokies, and now it's down to about 720 that are actively maintained. So you've got 720 miles of trails that you have available to you. 70% of the people that come to the Smokies are going to be on the same 10 or 15 miles of trails. So go to some of these lesser known trails, and you're liable to have the entire trail to yourself. 
it's going to be a much more pleasant experience. You're, it's going to be easier to find parking. You're going to have a lot more fun and you won't be subject to crowds. Next step, maintain social distancing. The easiest way to do that when you're on the trail is, like we said, go to those trails that are less crowded. But anytime you're on a trail, you may wind up intersecting with other people. People are coming back down while you're going up or the other way around. The easiest way to maintain distancing is when you see people approaching, you move to your right, they move to their right, you may even step off the trail briefly to let them pass by, and then you continue on your way. Brief momentary contact like that is not a risk for transmission of coronavirus, particularly if you're following rule one and sick people are staying home. So you give people space on the trail, then A, you enjoy yourself more, B, you're keeping yourself safe from uh, potential COVID-19 issues. Next step, pack what you need. Now this is more important than ever. It's always a key, and when we talk about general trail safety here next, this is gonna be a key that we're gonna come back to. But now with limited surface services available in the park, you wanna make sure that you're bringing everything with you that you need. And one of the keys, I love automated warnings, thank you. One of the keys is make sure you have plenty of supplies for your hike. And that means fresh water, snacks, and the appropriate protection for the weather. I mentioned earlier that we've got snow and ice up at LeConte Lodge right now. And uh, weather conditions are different once you get into the mountains than they are in the valley. So even though it might be 65 to 70 degrees in the valley and very pleasant, once you get up into the higher elevations, it could be 45 to 50 degrees, it could be foggy, there could be rain. Uh, the weather conditions are constantly changing. So you want to make sure that you bring the appropriate gear for the weather, a light jacket and a raincoat at a bare minimum. So the best way to do this is to look ahead to find a weather forecast that is specific for the Smokies, not just the Tennessee region, but one that focuses on Sevier County in general and then can narrow in on the Smokies. I'm not going to drop any names, Captain Accurate, but we do have a couple of great people around here, David Aldrich, who uh, can give you the weather information that you need to uh, hike safely. So make sure that when you go into the mountains, when you're going up on a trail, you've got everything you need to get up there safely and get back. Uh, the park workers and volunteers, the rangers at the Great Smoky Mountains National Park do request that if you do come into contact with them, that you maintain that six foot separation. They come into contact with a lot of people over the, over the course of their workday, and they don't want to get sick any more than you do. So please respect their boundaries and make sure that they can stay smoky safe as well. So those are some of the things that you will find on the hashtag smoky safe. They go over those in the video that we referenced earlier and a couple more. So if you have any questions, check them out on the website. There's also a phone number you can call and talk to the Rangers directly. So the next thing that we're going to cover is some of the CDC recommendations. And the CDC has a web page. Again, we will have that uh, and it's flashing across the screen a couple of times and it will be in the comments. The link to the CDC page on maintaining safe hiking while you're going through this whole COVID thing. 
And basically, it starts off saying what we know. Staying physically active is one of the best ways to keep your mind and body healthy. Fresh air, sunlight, all these are good things. Uh, sunlight has been shown to kill COVID-19 uh, virus, which is always a good thing. So if you are physically capable of getting outside, you really want to do that. And that's one of the reasons the National Park is opening back up. Now, before you go, there's some things that the CDC does recommend. Starting off with the do's, visit parks that are close to your home. Smokies is wonderful. It's within a day's drive of 80% of the U.S. population or something crazy like that. So coming into the Smokies is a great way to get outside during your uh, visit. Make sure you prepare for your visit just before we said that. So uh, we're good to go there. Uh, stay at least six feet away from everyone around you, like we talked about. Um, social distancing. And uh, it says play it safe around and in swimming pools. Keep space between yourself and others. Uh, our swimming pools aren't quite open yet so don't have to too much to worry about there. I haven't heard anything about the rafting going on yet, but that should be coming in pretty soon. And uh, you wanna make sure that you keep your raft separated when you do that in tubing. So the don'ts, don't visit the parks if you're sick or were recently exposed to COVID-19, Just and that goes same as anywhere. Uh, don't visit the crowded areas of the park. And like I said, the uh, Smoky Mountains has decided to keep some of the more popular trails closed, and that's why um, Laurel Falls is closed um, and Alum, Alum Cave. They're very popular trails. We want to keep the uh, traffic light. Don't use playgrounds. The equipment can't be cleaned and sanitized. You get lots of kids on there, so it's a lot of chances to transmit a disease. Uh, don't use hot tubs, spas, water playgrounds, or water parks. Uh, the time will come for those to open up. It's not here yet and don't participate in any organized activities or sports. That is starting to change. One of the things that just happened uh, today, as a matter of fact, is we got the go ahead from the governor of Tennessee to start opening up golf courses. So a lot of the golf courses and mini golf, I'm a mini golf guy, those are gonna start opening up very quickly. So when you do these activities, again, as long as you maintain that social distancing, you're gonna be okay. All right, so the next thing is leave no trace and this is probably the most important part of hiking in the smokies looks like we've got some uh, comments going on here craig bummerstedt says richard d haley you're a good man craig you're a good man nice to see that you're here got a couple of watchers going on so hello to everyone out there all right so hiking in the smokies is a wonderful activity. I enjoy it tremendously. I believe I'm gonna be going out on Sunday. And uh, on the show here, we're gonna focus a lot on the Smokies for two reasons. One, it's what we love to do. We love to get out there in the mountains and see the beauty of this area that we are so fortunate to live in. And two, there's no other sports to talk about. <laughs> Organized sports has pretty much been shut down. We do have some stuff coming back up. NASCAR is starting up next weekend, which will be nice. But as far as local community style sports, high school sports, uh, minor league baseball, it's just not happening until maybe the fall. So we're gonna really concentrate on the outdoors. As the Smokies open up, as Pigeon Forge opens up, we're gonna let you know what's going on out there, what you can see, which trails you might wanna focus on which ones you might want to stay away from 
And uh, we're really going to concentrate on that over the next couple, three months. And I really look forward to it because that means I get to go out and hike on these trails as part of my day job. Yep, it's good to be me. All right, so besides keeping yourself safe on a trail, the most important thing for a hiker to do is keep the trails safe and in good condition. Let's preserve the park. And we want to use the parks, but we don't want to damage them from that use. So there are, there's an organization called Leave No Trace. And they've got a website. They've done lots and lots of scientific research on ways that we can go into these national parks and hike and enjoy ourselves without causing damage. And uh, they've come up with seven principles, and we're going to cover those right now on what's called Leave No Trace. So let's take a look at what we've got here. First step, plan ahead and prepare. And we mentioned that for the COVID-19 uh, uh, smoky safe hashtag. It's true it at any time. The more you plan ahead, the more you prepare, the better your hike's going to go and the more you're going to enjoy it. So like I mentioned earlier, you get the guidebook, you get the map, you research it, you decide which trail fits your abilities and don't overestimate yourself because then it's going to turn into a man against nature death march and that's not fun. So pick a trail that's within your abilities and then make sure you prepare. Bring plenty of water, more water than you think you're going to need. Bring some snacks. I don't care if you're, what diet you're on, you need energy to hike in the Smokies. And if it starts getting cooler, you're going to need more energy to maintain your body temperature. So bring plenty of snacks so you can keep your energy up. Bring the appropriate uh, weather gear with you. At the very least, a light jacket and or a raincoat because the weather can change in the Smokies in five minutes. And you don't want to be caught deep in a trail and then suddenly you're caught in the rain or it gets cold and then you're miserable again. Uh, principle number two, travel and camp on durable surfaces. All right, I'm going to break that down a little bit differently. Stay on the daggum trail. Don't go hiking a side trail. Don't go taking a shortcut. When you're walking a switchback, don't run down the gully and up the next side. What you're doing is damaging the park because what happens when you come off the trail is you're creating gullies for erosion and that's going to tear down the uh, maintained trail and it's going to cause problems for the national park. So stay on the trail. And when you're camping, use the established campsites. Uh, next, number three, dispose of waste properly. In the Smokies, that means pack out your trash, all of your trash. If you bring it in, take it back out. There's a saying that says, take only pictures and leave only footprints. And that's the best mindset that I can tell you on that. You don't want to leave anything behind you. And that includes biodegradable stuff like banana peels. Are bananas native to the Smokies? No. Pack it out with you. Bring your trash out with you. Don't leave anything behind. Second part of that, leave what's there, leave it behind there. Don't bring leaves, flowers, sticks, small animals, other people's children. Don't bring those out with you. Leave them where you found them, okay? The more that we disturb the habitat, the more damage we cause, and we don't want to do that. We want to leave it the way it is. We want to enjoy it for a long time to come. Uh, next thing is to minimize the campfire impacts. 
when you're camping overnight in the Smokies, if you're in a organized campsite that has uh, a campfire spot, then you can go ahead and build a fire there. Otherwise, no, don't build a fire in random spots. Respect the wildlife. Uh, if you guys have been watching us for a couple of months, you've seen our uh, Bear Monday segments where we feature people doing stupid people tricks with bears. Yeah, you don't wanna do that. Stay away from the bears, especially the cubs, because here's the thing, if there's a cub, he's very cute, cuddly, and adorable. He's got a 400-pound mama who is none of those things. And she doesn't think you're cute, cuddly, or adorable as you go tree her cub. So stay away from the bears. And then finally, be considerate of other visitors, especially if you happen to find yourself on one of the trails that are uh, more crowded. Step aside to let people pass. If you are a slower hiker like me, I enjoy taking my time and seeing the sights. Yield the trail to the guys that are behind you that are moving faster. Let them go on and enjoy the trail their way. Take your time, but just be nice to people. Yield the trail when necessary um, and try to have a good time. All right, so see if we've got any more comments now that my phone shut down. Ah, it kicked me completely out. Let's get back into there. And scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. All right, so a couple of likes. Got three people watching. So the last thing that we're going to cover before we shut down is that Pigeon Forge is opening up. And this just happened yesterday. If you didn't see the note from Brad Lovett, Go to our Facebook page and check it out because we've been given permission by the governor to allow some of our small venues to open back up again. So that includes miniature golf, golf courses, bowling alleys are all allowed to open up, and uh, other small attractions, arcades, climbing gyms. So we're beginning to open up some of the attractions here in town. And that means if you come to Pigeon Forge for the day, you're gonna be able to find a bunch of things to do. You can get up into the Smokies and hike, thank goodness. And then you can come out. Several of our restaurants are open. They are open following the state guidelines, which means they're at 50% capacity. They, uh, wait staff are wearing masks, using disposable menus, and uh, no condiments on the tables. All this stuff that uh, the state has recommended, but the restaurants are opening up so you can come out you can enjoy yourself, you can get out, and you can be safe and have a great weekend. So please come out and visit us. Uh, we've missed you. Um, like I said, I missed my barbers. They were very happy to see me, so I was happy to see them. All right, so that's it for today. I uh, hope you got some good information out of here. Like I said, we will be adding in all of those links to the comments on this post. So you can go ahead and look these things up. And again, check back frequently because there's going to be a lot of changes over the next couple of weeks as more and more parts of the park open back up. All right. So it's been a good week. We had some really interesting shows. Uh, we went live out to Parrot Mountain. They're open up. And uh, Frank and Kira had a wonderful time out there. Had some more good in entertainment from Jim and James. Then uh, Santa and Mrs. Claus are always a great time doing their reading. And of course, on Monday, Kira takes us on another adventure through her life. 
So we will do that all next week and I'll be back here on Friday. I'll have some video from the mountains, take you on a trail or two as things get opened up. And don't forget, 9.15 every morning, we've got David Aldrich, Captain Accurate, with the weather for Pigeon Forge, Sevierville, and the mountains. So stay here with us on Morning in the Mountains, and we'll see you next week.